0: My name is John Jacob and this is a new series of the Thoroughly Good podcast, Serendipitous 45-minute about, conversations about classical music recorded in venues, cafes, bars and concert halls across the UK. Subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Audio Boom, or via the website www.thoroughlygood.me. You can tweet about the podcast by using at thoroughlygood or if you prefer you can always email thoroughlygood at gmail.com. For this series of podcasts, I've invited people I know from the classical music world to sit behind a microphone and talk about the subject they love. Unplanned, serendipitous conversations are real conversations. They're the kind of experiences we have every day, uh, and it's these kind of conversations which can sometimes stir the mind. They're also conversations that potentially can transform aloof subjects into something slightly more everyday. That's the hope. Each podcast is unscripted. Unplanned and aside from one or two tiny aesthetic improvements, they're also entirely unedited. This first podcast features pianists Christina McMaster and Tom Poster and me. I'm not a pianist, but they are. When we recorded this in November last year, we were surrounded by grand pianos at the Blutner Piano Showroom in central London, where, in addition to pianos for purchase, there are practice rooms for hire. And extremely accommodating staff on hand who make a cracking cup of tea. In this first episode, Christina Tom and I talk about the pianist Mitsuko Uchida, composer uh, Rachmaninoff, and the sniffiness about a good tune, and also animals with unusual noses. I want to ask you a thing about being here at Blue Note, which oh, yeah. is... Um, uh, the piano. I, I had quite an emotional moment coming in, <laughs> coming in the showroom, mm. <laughs> because yeah. to see all of these pianos uh, all in one place is sort of quite. They almost have a human quality to it. And I don't know whether I'm being yeah. weird when I say that, no, no, or whether you recognise what I mean.
1: It's like a zoo, but I think they don't mind being in
0: captivity.
2: Yeah, But, you but mean, do you experience facts.
0: that when you see them? As in that sort of. I think we're oh my a God, bit it's more used to seeing okay. masked pianos, right? Yeah. So I mean, yes. But, yeah, it's great. I, mean, I yeah.
2: love my piano. Like, I will, you know, for my piano at home, I'll sort yeah. of treat it more like a, a friend or a yeah. person or something, yeah. Yeah. in my attitude towards it. Yes. I don't have a long conversations. They are, they are <laughs> like friends. <laughs> they're, yeah, they are. they're
1: like sort of companions for yes, life. you know definitely. But actually, I think, like, not just your piano, but, like, generic Piano. It's mm. like yeah. when you when you walk into a house and see a piano, it's like oh it's yeah, friend. it's like yeah. It, it's really. And I
0: think the flip side for me is when I saw I saw a documentary on Boosie 4 recently with Susie Klein, where she was doing stuff oh, yeah. about it's called Tunes and Tyrants, mm-hmm. and she did a she did a sequence yeah. where they took a sledgehammer to a piano, uh, and she destroyed ah. the piano with the sledgehammer. And and whenever I see nice. a piano being destroyed, it's just like oh no, you're you. You can't do
1: that. I actually, I had this really awful reaction to that when I was a kid. I remember mm. uh, there was a school my mum taught at, and they <laughs> were advertising. They had this school fair, and one of the things on off was piano smashing. They were going to like yeah, smash up and, and smash up awful. an upright piano. That's and I was like, horrible. I was so upset. I think I actually cried because mm. yeah. I was like, Aww. that was like watching someone like beat up an that animal is, or something. And that was like, exactly. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there is, that there is. So yeah, connection. I felt really protective of that piano. I really wanted to like save it, save its life. You know. So so yeah. Set
2: up a RSPCP. P. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would have done. I <laughs> would have <Okay>. done. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're just going to leave Christine <laughs> there in her <laughs> corner. Her off. Um,
0: what do you? So when you come in here and you play a piano that you haven't played before, what are you looking for as a pianist? Oh, you want it to just like sound beautiful, basically. Yeah. As soon as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I mean, no, 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 yeah. No, I think. There's a sort of immediate warmth of sound for me that I, I always look for and, and a responsiveness and a, a sort of range of color. But
2: exactly you know. it's it's the response you can't control what what's going to come mm. out so see you have to sort of wait for it to you know g- see what it's giving you back I think. Yeah.
0: Um. And purchasing one I mean they they are oh, yeah. they are expensive yeah. <laughs> pieces of furniture as well. I mean they're not yeah. furs- it's not just furniture but I but the that one that you're sat at, Christina is what 110,000, yeah, you're, leaning on, yeah, 110 <laughs> yeah. thousand you're thousand. leaning on it. Yeah, you leaning on it in a slightly oh, this glamorous That's way. Much mine, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, it, is it a daunting mm. process buying one? I mean, I would worry about about having to spend a lot of money and uh, making sure that I've got yeah. the right one. I,
2: what do you have at home? What I've, do you know,
0: I've never have bought you one. one actually, because I, was I,
1: I, I was very, very lucky to um, be in a competition for which the First prize was a was a Blutner piano actually. Oh so Right, okay. So and I because I could never have afforded a grand piano. I mean I yeah. grew up with a little kawaii upright, which was what I always had to do. I was in my mid twenties, and then I was just lucky enough to that's, have that's this prize. like land yeah. on my so doorstep, you just which got was amazing. You know, for for someone yeah who's never yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, so it's a grand. Yeah, it's a like a it's 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 not like the, it's as big as this one, but right. it's it's, it's bigger it than this a one. Bit it's like, like a. G. a it's yeah. a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like a, it's it's like six foot or something like that. Right. Yeah, so it's what was the competition? What did you have to do? It was the Scottish International Piano Competition. Uh-huh. the piano. You just had to play
0: know. the piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you play? Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, I oh. Remember. Uh, clearly you, did you a don't. Nice, uh,
2: that Ligeti etude, the fanfares, and that. One. Oh, I did actually. I did. Actually. I, did I did
1: play Ligeti, yeah. but I know and I, and I in the final I played Rachmaninoff Second Concerto, and then on the way I played some played the last Beethoven Sonata. It was hundred eleven mm-hmm. and.
0: Uh, so is. tell me about, um, I know one pianist who doesn't like Rachmaninoff. Can you guess who he is? Oh, this test. Might be I a know, I know. one quite <coughs> famous one. I
1: think Andras Schiff has said publicly that he's very proud that he never played a Rachmaninoff concerto. then that's then. I actually heard recently, because he's always been slightly sniffy about Rachmaninoff, I think, but I, I did... Here recently that he actually admitted that the Rachmaninoff cello sonata is a very good piece. Oh, so how, how so <laughs> <all that. laughs> well, how or you know. Uh, <laughs> no, there, they're, they're I are thought Alfred Brendel
0: had also said that he didn't really rate. Oh, yeah, I can well imagine that. What is the sniffiness around Rachmaninoff? It's ridiculous. You ask me that. Well, I, d- I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what the, sniffing, the no, sniffiness neither is. No, neither do I,
1: because I love Rachmaninoff. So. Right. I mean, I don't love all the, the repertoire of Rachmaninoff, mm-hmm. but the, like the concertos, especially, I think, are masterpieces. The sniffiness is. People say things like, oh, he he didn't sort of do anything new and he wasn't pushing boundaries. But you hear two bars of Rachmaninoff and you know it's Rachmaninoff. He yes. has just such an individual world. And. I think sometimes people are a bit sniffy about things that are really popular. Yes. Yes. And yes. I think things that are really popular are <coughs> normally popular, mm, not always. But mm. you know, yeah. But but like you know, I think there's a reason why Rachmaninoff mm. too, why people just love it, because it's music that speaks directly from the heart. And I mm-hmm. think,
2: and do you sub- you know. sorry, it has yeah. lasted. You know, there's yeah. there's popular music which we don't hear anymore. Yeah, like exactly. Sans was very popular in his day. But we don't play as much as you know. In contrast with how successful he was in his time, we don't play so mm. much. Of his no, music that's true. Now. That's true um, yeah. Is it Rack because Manon of melody,
0: though? Because I mean, he was able to craft a, an amazing melody. Uh, certainly in the second piano concerto, which I is think awesome. a lot of it is. Yeah. I mean, and, I think and so is the luscious sniff- harmony. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, is it that sniffiness, uh, especially in the classical music world? Is there a sniffiness around? A good, a good tune. tune, yeah.
1: Which I mean, for me, like <laughs> throughout
0: musical history,
1: the things <coughs> that are like most special for me are things with a good tune. and mm. I, I yeah. very much admit that. Yeah, you know, know. I wouldn't look
2: um. for something without a good <laughs> tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah,
0: and yet, yeah. Uh, so if performers are saying it and the audience clearly likes yeah. a good tune mm. because that's what makes them <coughs> come back to it, what, what why, why are, p- why are some people still sniffy about it? I don't. So I all is, is that right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I don't know who these people are, apart I'm from not making the two it up. you've mentioned. No, no, I believe <laughs> you. I believe yeah, you, yeah. but I don't know. If, I don't realise that people feel so strongly against Rachmaninoff. I or think Rachmaninoff's
1: come much more sort of back into fashion. I, I think actually, yeah, it's much rarer to encounter that, or at least people who admit to it. I mean, I. There, but there, there are composers that people are people are sniffy about. Mm. Yeah. Actually, recently I've been, you know, I've been. I've always had a great fondness for Gershwin and Cole Porter and the mm. Great American Songbook mm-hmm. in general. And, mm. and I often include some of those songs in transcription and oh, in yes, recitals. And I find people say, even with Gershwin, who is one of the obviously one of the great 20th century composers, I think I didn't even think there was a sort of argument about that. You know, he wrote one of the greatest operas of all time, mm. you know, great symphonic work. Um, but people still, you know, when I programme Gershwin alongside Ravel, and after all, Gershwin and Ravel... Knew each other and respected each other's mm. work and hugely, and um, it seems like a very natural pairing. But people mm. say, "Oh, isn't it a bit Gershwin. offensive to put <laughs> <Yeah>. Gershwin?" <laughs> I, it yeah. makes yeah. me really angry. <laughs> yes. actually as yeah. though um, as though the implication you know.
0: is that the Gershwin wasn't a serious composer, that no. Ravel was. No, ex- exactly. Yeah. So I, 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 I struggle with that. Oh, I do struggle with it. God. Is um, uh, this may seem obvious? It's the Rachmaninoff that you played number two. Mm. It sounds difficult. Is it? Or is it just? Or is your question is it, is it, it,
2: is it as difficult as it sounds? It sounds.
1: Is it smooth? I mean, I think because Rachmaninoff was, he might have been, you know arguably, about the greatest pianist ever to have lived. So, Ooh. he certainly knew... I'm sorry, Christine. <laughs> 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 I
0: thought I was talking.
2: How <laughs> very rude. Sorry, <laughs> the, to second, say that the second... What a second rude greatest. man he is. Uh, <laughs> no, he <but> that's <laughs> quite <laughs> a... St- that's a strong statement. No, that's why I,
1: I, I, I prefaced it with, like, arguably, and then I sort of yeah. slightly muted it. But I wouldn't... Yes, you, know, you, know, you can't <laughs> say it's the greatest. The but really anyway, offended. he is <laughs> one of the great, great pianists, and so he certainly knew how to write, so music had maximum effect. And, no, I would say there are Concertos, which are certainly harder than enough too. The other thing about that concerto is the piano is very much. I feel it's very much like large-scale chamber music. In mm. fact, the piano mm. is accompanying mm-hmm. a lot yes. of the way yes. through that concerto, yeah, accompanying the wind solo, accompanying the whole string section of the tune, and yeah. and so uh, it doesn't have a big cadenza. It doesn't. You know, it's actually it's incredibly integrated into the texture. So it's a wonderful concerto to play i wouldn't say it's the hardest but it's mm. but there are a few really scary moments when I've i hear fun. it um
0: i am prepared to confess that actually you know i play the piano a bit mm. i've got my grade a, Oh, uh, i didn't know that i wasn't mm. yeah i you know i was okay mm. uh but sometimes when i hear it i think oh i really wish i'd been able to play that because of the basically the coda in the last movement where i just think i want (laughs) i want everybody in the auditorium to be listening to me uh is that how what it's like when you play it or is it or is it more like a stressful process well by the time you're the
1: (laughs) coder, like the hard stuff's out of the way (laughs) so then it's a thrill but but
0: is there is there an experience of in that particular concerto and maybe i'm being ridiculously nerdy and projecting too much of myself into it but is there an experience of I have the I have the floor. Everybody is listening to me, and they're waiting for the you know for the final. Well, it's not just about you.
1: everyone listening to me. I think it's everyone listening to Raf Maninoff and I'm. Or, trying yeah, to no. or, but for some um, soloists,
2: it would be, wouldn't it? I mean, I went I well, to see, Don't name um, them. Don't um, don't name oh, I was them. Well, <laughs> No, but I
1: mean, we we probably uh, all. <laughs> Have more ego than we like to admit sometimes. And I don't think, I think, I think when we say it's all about the music, that's yeah. probably
0: you know, not quite I true. Think either. That's a bit yeah. I find yeah. that, I think but I think. Preparation
2: emails. is about the music. Like yeah. How you prepare has to be all about yeah. the music. But I think um, maybe you call it ego or what, but there has to be something that connects you and the audience. Together. Yes, I- exactly. So you, uh, that's a nice way of amount. putting it. Yeah. I, I don't you think you should Im- be thinking,
1: this is about me, everyone's yeah. to me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that. The, you kind think of there's set yourself certain... up for a big four. Yeah, it? I get what you're saying. I think, <laughs> but it's... I, but, but as an audience member, I just think, well, actually, you are the person in the center of the stage, you're the soloist, you're credited in the program as a soloist. I also understand where you're mm. coming from that you are interpreting the music, but no, it's but a you are it the person it all things, next. isn't it? it I, is, think it's, yeah. it's like I think it's so complicated. And I think
2: you can, and I've seen this where a soloist is all about them, the yeah. person, yeah, and it's. It's a really bizarre thing to experience. I think it's it's and it's strange. It's a bit like you know someone who you who you meet and they're just all about themselves and you can't really connect to them. Mm. You know if you're talking and then they're you know I don't don't know they're just sort of all wrapped up in themselves and you're not really um, connecting in any way, listening to each other. Mm. And I think it's the same with when you perform. Is
0: that wrapped up in physicality then? I mean, do Um, you see that?
2: I think it's like. yeah, them just being really conscien- conscious of themselves. you know, right. Yeah. Um, physicality, I think it can Everything. be. They can get lost yeah. in their own sort of gestures and things. You know, it's sort of, um, and gestures are important mm-hmm. how you explain mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. I do believe it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there are some great pianists who hardly move at yeah. all, in that, and I love that mm. just as much as, um, but I do think you can show things and open up. Uh, what people are listening to yeah. to yeah. certain gestures, but if those gestures are more about kind of just enjoying your own company too much, I <laughs> think <laughs> that then stops uh, yeah. serving. Yeah, I'd never uh, really
0: considered it like that. That there yeah. are be, might be musicians who just enjoy their own company.
2: Yeah, well, I saw something like that recently, <laughs> um, and it it was it was strange. I was like, is this yeah. a concert? Was almost like what I was thinking of by the end. Yeah, it was, it was strange. Yeah. Did I say the name of? Allowed, I mean yes you did, did repeatedly okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> no, not no. sadly <laughs> not we were waiting, we were waiting. <laughs> yeah. and we can run and yeah, run no. and run I've
0: got all evening yeah no really there's time <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: one musician that I love <laughs> yes. who's not like that at all who's complete opposite is Mitsuko Uchida you are mm, a big fan I'm a massive fan so I'm going to go see her tonight she's doing Schubert um, three piano sonatas tonight and then another three um, on the first of December. What is so it that
0: you? I mean, I'm interested to know what you both. Th- what it is about her that you mm. both love?
2: Well, I love her sort of mm. absolute mm. genuine mm. joy for every every note in the music that she plays. So she's she's so thorough in her understanding mm. of music, and mm. she knows the context, and she's very intelligent with how how she's approached yeah. um, her career and yeah. development as a yeah. pianist. You know, yeah. She hasn't spread herself ridiculously yeah. thin and yeah. she's you know, she knows who yeah. her yeah. composers yeah. or who her works are or who are the works that she can um contribute yeah. greatest yeah. to you know yeah. how people listen yeah. and respond to these mm. and she and she's so thorough yeah. and, and and she's just she's just so genuinely passionate about what she does and she loves her audience mm. and she you know mm. you really get that and um I heard her in an interview recently and she said that you know, to prepare thoroughly is to love your audience and it's you know, it it, it shows and what she does. Yeah. And so she's conscientious. She is um yeah, she's I think she's dedicated to the music, and it's yeah. she shows new things in the music. Like these recordings of the Debussy etudes, which she does, are fantastic. Um, because every time I listen to them, it sounds like it's spontaneous, and it it holds all her character in it. But equally, Debussy's, you know, that kind of, yeah, she just captures all that. You
0: clearly, I mean, oh, you,
2: yeah. are, you are really excited to talk do, about yeah. that. And that's a lovely. Yeah. That yeah. is lovely. Yeah. yeah.
1: And actually, the, the the Mozart concertos, which she mm. to see her directing those from the, the keyboard, oh, I find incredibly uh, inspiring. I mean, I, mm. I, Mozart anyway is so sort of close to my heart and has always been. And I've I've been recently, you know, I've played a lot of the concertos, but recently coming to directing them for the first time. And actually, I learned so much from watching the way she just inhabits the music from from the first moment. And mm. there's a there there is a real physicality there, especially yes. when she's conducting. But it's not a sort of in a way, the, the conducting is quite unconventional, but it's just mm. pure transmitting of, of music and a, a kind of synthesis of everything, I think. Mm. And it's so... You know, there's not a division of, you know, when she then sits
0: down to play the piano. It's just, it's all music. Mm. And I think that's... Yeah. She strikes me as very humble on stage she, as well. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. she's the complete opposite. I mean, maybe that's why you mentioned her name, but she she is the complete opposite of what you're saying. That mm. It isn't... Yeah. Ne- not really about her, and yet she has this tremendous spirit yeah. about her which is infectious yeah yeah and i
1: think to be honest if you ask musicians who their very favorite musicians are it would often be the people with with less kind of you know me me, me <coughs> about it and there's people who get really to to the the heart of things and i i would mm. so someone else i admire hugely is radu lupu who oh, i yeah, think has a too, very yeah. very similar kind of i mean he's very sort of self-effacing and, and mm, uh, interesting not for a long time. Yeah. I oh, mean, really yes, I you have. have. Oh, yes, I he have a wonderful. Because he doesn't perform that often. No, he doesn't. He lives in,
2: is he in Romania. He, I don't know. He, but well, mm. it, wherever yeah, well, he is. Mean, he has a he London base, I think. Oh, does he? he? Oh, he? oh, oh I, oh, I, I, I do um, Yeah.
1: That. But um, no, there's something very mysterious and, and the secretive about him. But I don't think when he plays, it's
0: just so. There's nothing in the way of just the music, really. Because there is, I suppose there is a danger that by being self-efface, self effacing and sort of very modest very humble that that in itself can get in the way I mean I, I think of musicians that I've seen who, who are so sort of so humble that it's almost annoying <laughs> right. Do, right. do you know what I mean it's like would you please tell me something that you're passionate about, That that's
1: oh but yeah I don't <clears> think, <throat> think self-effacing has to mean you don't have the passion I mean no, I think it's, it's absolutely yeah. no that, the passion is, is essential yeah
0: um, who inspired yeah. you to play
1: um did inspire me to play. I don't know, funnily enough I wasn't really it wasn't the piano that I was particularly into as, as a kid, I, I was really inspired by by music and as a whole um, actually one of my first inspirations was, was David Munro who was an, uh, a hmm. specialist in early Wind instruments, mm. Mm. and I he had really all these. Flautist, he? Yeah, he was yeah. mainly, but he also played kind of crumb horns and corner music, right. and rackets, and all these like really weird sounding medieval wind instruments. And he really <laughs> sort of oh. brought about a revival in the early <laughs> yes, music. Yes, right, yes, yeah, of And yeah. I, I used to love listening to all of that. That, that was really my passion. So <laughs> so did you <laughs>
0: listen to him on Radio
1: Three? Because he had a Radio Three. Part. No, we had an old record. Because my, my parents didn't really know anything about classical music, so no, the the they they bought me like t- a few records, and that was mm. one of them. I was really transfixed, wow. and so I just got really passionate about music and anything I heard much more than about the piano, which actually originally I thought was one of the more boring instruments. Like, I like the wind <laughs> <laughs> instruments, basically. This is so I, so I, 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 I wanted to play lots it's of paramedic. instruments, essentially. Um, so I wanted to, yeah, I played the piano. I've played the recorder, of course, to start, as many people do. Right. I played the cello and I played the oboe and I thought the oboe was the, the, the best, really. Until right. so I realised yeah. it's really painful to play and yes. not much fun. Yes. So um, <laughs> the piano didn't come to the forefront until later on. So it wasn't a sort of pianistic Inspiration originally, but, but then the thing about the piano is you're so <laughs> self sufficient, and it's just you know, it's just there, and you can just yeah, you go and play and You are one. is it? it well, string
2: players got that well, yeah, it's just the, the oh, they the have their the yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I always thought you were from a musical background, I don't no. know why, I, so I just presume that, but no. that's nice. Did you feel you had? To freedom just to do your own yeah absolutely completely
1: and i think that's you know it's funny i i think are you from a musical family
2: well i I mean my mum's very musical my dad's very enthusiastic (laughs) about like singing and so um but not professionally my sisters are not and um, but it was definitely there but no one really pushed me which i'm now grateful for but you're Mm. a gymnast Yes, with, I remember now. I remember oh, that yeah. I remember. I mean, you did gymnastics to begin with.
0: Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, you're you're sort of you're um, you look like you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, I, don't. I think I've
2: spoken about that enough with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I've done it. I've, yeah, I d- and I love watching gymnastics still. It's um, and it's quite good. you've got to be fairly physically fit for playing the piano. Um yes, has stamina. Yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's kind of helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell us about you played in Wimbledon, didn't you? At the yes. Wimbledon Festival. Yes. What happened there? I don't make it sound like there was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, was the drama. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was no incident. Oh what, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened there, Christine? <laughs> <laughs> it was billed <laughs> a really great concert. <laughs> um, yeah, no drama. But such a gorgeous Tell us about the concert. Um, yeah, really nice Steinway. Mm. That. <laughs> uh, was, uh, there are other pianos. There, are, there are, the are pianos, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's really a really great piano. Um, I was playing the Debussy... Well, I did uh, a couple of Philip Glass Etudes, a piece by Meredith Monk, um, Ellis Island, and um, the first book of Debussy Etudes, which um, is, yeah, brilliant works. So, yeah, so I performed them, it was a really good audience. They were all f- listening very... Very hard, which is great. I could I could feel that because I performed them a few times recently for the first time, and what I realised on my first performance up in Scotland, um, there is a lot for the audience to take in. Mm-hmm. And somehow, you know, you can pick up on that, you know, know the audience is listening, but. Can they absorb all these different changes. So they're very different from the preludes, which tend to sort of lead you through some of the preludes sound quite improvisatory as well. Mm. Um, but the etudes, uh, really quick changes. Actually, what I realised, so um, I, Debussy, you probably know, is a fan of Edgar Allan Poe, and so I started yeah, yeah. reading his um, short stories, Imagination and Mysteries, and... Um, my dad read these when he was a little boy they're like really very yeah highly dramatic and every note or every word in it counts in the story so some of them you just read in 30 minutes or an hour or something um and some really surprising things can happen and little quirky details and it's just like the pieces the debussy ages i mean I don't know if he, I'm sure he did read those, but yeah, I think it was like the etudes in the sense that you have to listen to every note, you can't miss anything, so you you just have to (laughs) listen really hard, as does the pianist, you have to be ready for these quick changes, so he wrote them at the end of his life um, in 1915. Um, and Sati sort of commented, oh, finally, Debussy has taken a leaf out of my book, because they're witty, and... Oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds like a slightly, slightly unpleasant <laughs> quote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I mean, Sati would tease Debussy. They were great friends, yeah. but he would definitely tease him a lot. Um, so, yeah, I love those pieces. So I'm working on the second book now. I don't know them at all, yes. but actually
0: just hearing you talk about them makes me think I'm going to... Going to seek them out.
2: Great, yes. Do. Right. Uchida's recording in '85 <laughs> is one I'd recommend. It's, do you yeah. represent her? There are other pianists. Yes, there are. Other, there are other great pianists. <laughs> uh, and you were at
0: you in St. John Smith Square. Yes. Or were you not?
1: Exactly. Giving the the inaugural concert in the New Blutner series. And um, what
0: was what was on the program, please? I'm sorry, I wasn't there. What was on the program? It was a. Uh,
1: um, Actually, it was a chamber music programme. I was sort of given free reign, really, for, for who I might want to invite as collaborators. And, and, and um, I, I had a wonderful time um, with Elena Uriosti and Juan Miguel Hernandez and Laura van der Hayden um, And we played... Uh, the major work was Brahms' A Major Piano Quartet, which is one of my Desert Aww, Island pieces. Yeah. Um, and in the first half, we played lots of shorter works for different combinations of us um, by, I suppose, influences and friends of Brahms. So there was... Schumann, there was Clara Schumann, there was Schubert, there was Dvorak. Um, yeah, sort of different illuminations on on the sort of major, the meat of the second half. And how the long do
0: you have to take to prepare for something like that? Because that sounds like a lot of music. Yes. Well, it's a lot of music, um, especially the Brahms. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, chamber projects, it sort of very much varies because everyone's always sort of coming in from different places. And mm. um, yeah, we had a, f- a few days together to, to prepare and... and we've all worked together in different combinations although not in that exact foursome oh, so nice.
0: um but
1: yeah no it was uh.
0: is there pressure on rehearsals when it because you're having to combine diaries mm-hmm. um is that do you as both of you do you experience pressure when you turn up to rehearsal and play your part and, it, and then you finish the rehearsal thing
2: actually that wasn't
0: as good as I wanted it to be. Oh, yeah, all the time. These, <laughs> I mean, let's just say like that. That's, I it's that's a great learn learning that. moment. That's, yeah. that's, you just got to... Yeah. yeah, it's and a bit like the yin
2: you, yoga yeah. we were talking about. That's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. the difficult... Yeah. and Yeah, and that, that, that's but
0: after, the moment you learn Do you experience that in the rehearsal? And if you do experience it in the rehearsal, do you, are you both of the mind that you just have to put a brave face on it? Or, or are you... Well, no, sometimes past.
1: you say Ooh, this feels terrifying or or right. we really need a bit more time or 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 you think to yourself I need to th- go away and think about this you know right. before the next rehearsal and Yeah, you've got to um, stay
2: positive yeah it's yeah. like you but can't you be should... like oh this is crap and there such are such... some people like that yeah. though really, it's really. funny
0: yeah, yeah some people so okay and, so that yeah. and that's probably where where my question comes from yeah. is, as a as a musician when you're in the company of people like that mm. do you find that off-putting do you sort of yeah. go please <laughs> please don't say that well, if you're no, having I a crisis no, go you somewhere probably else
2: probably wouldn't work with that person or those sort of people again i don't think well but you know i've had people who are just like Really negative coming off a concert, you know, in these um, yeah these, talking know, about themselves, yeah. or t- right, yeah. okay. or, um, or even in rehearsals. Doesn't contribute anything just to be say so like oh this is awful. Yeah, I
1: mean I think you're like that all the time. It's problematic, but I think yeah. you know <laughs> if you, if you work with people over over a long period of time, like everyone sometimes has their bad points yeah. and I, and their, their low moments. And, and these I help I think help to sort yeah, of propel
2: things forward.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think
2: if, if you, yeah. y-
1: sometimes it's all our responsibility to sort of pick each other up when we're having a, a moment of self. Out and crisis, as I think most musicians do sometimes need a bit of support, because it's a strange thing, you know, the whole sort of irregularity and the freelance life Mm. and sort of going from one thing to another and not always having as much time as you want to prepare and feeling exhausted and having travelled and being Mm. jet-lagged and everything, you know, it is a sort of vulnerable thing, I think, and 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 I think musicians are sometimes afraid to admit that it's really hard and sometimes they feel really, like, crap, to be honest, Mm. like, so I think... I, th- I think, you know, it is important to, uh, yeah, to to be honest, you know, sometimes when, you know, and especially if you're sort of physically below par, it can be very difficult, I think, to sort of give emotionally everything you want to give. Mm. What so is I the right
0: thing to do if mm. you're a stage manager? I know this is like, you're mm. just going to need to suspend yeah, disbelief. For this. <laughs> but if you're a stage manager and you're operating the door, yeah. what is the right way of addressing the musician or the soloist when they've come off the stage? I mean, you know, my, my instinct would oh. be to go... Oh, God, that was amazing, but maybe that's just not the right thing to do. Well, do you I don't know what think I mean? any musician's yeah, going to mind yeah, that. that. I that's think not, that's yeah, the thing <laughs> I think, no, I think if, you, if your internal processing is going, geez, I really didn't enjoy that process, and yeah. then you've got somebody going to, God, that was amazing. Do you see what I mean? I, don't I no. think it's,
2: it's great. Well, sorry, you go. No, no, yeah. I mean, I think it's great to hear people's feedback, and you can pick up a vibe of, yeah. of how people respond to that. You know, if and if they say something more specifically, that's great. You always have your own things, it's not. Um, to the audience to and you're gonna I mean I I think less now I don't worry about those things because then hopefully on the whole everything else would have been great and it's not things which audience know that but I just want to do this better so you know like after the last concert I did of the a I just wanted to wake up the next morning and study them you know because uh, and not just because of uh, the things that didn't go the same way I imagined in the concert, but just actually they're great to study. They're really good pieces yeah. to actually yeah. study. Is the difference sort of like performing yeah, and studying this. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know how you feel, but I just think it's, it's, it's my <laughs> my responsibility, and I don't want to. Um, I can't imprint what other people think of it. If they think it was amazing, thanks. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. But it's always. I mean, say
0: that before you, before you sit down to talk. Before you sit down to play. Yeah. If you think it's is bit just tell me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I think it's it's I, it never hurts to hear something nice yeah. I think it's definitely nicer than hearing something not nice which I've actually had you know a number of times when I come off stage and people actually um, not
2: nice or oh yeah. people trying to show well, their knowledge a big big thing in off.
1: chamber music is is people coming up and talking about the balance always if there's a piano yeah. and another instrument someone will always kind yes. the balance I once gave a piano quintet concert at the Wigmore and afterwards the first two people that came in one of them said oh the piano was too loud and the next <gasps> one said oh the piano was too quiet. And I oh, thought, well, I'm already, already, already this behalf. is problematic. <laughs> but anyway, this is not John, the time to complain bit. about it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And actually last week, or a couple of weeks ago, I had a <coughs> recital, and afterwards this guy barged into my dressing room. He didn't even knock. It was okay. literally a half a minute after I'd come off stage. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I later yeah. found out, you know, he, he was a sort of Know, for one, of a Failed concert Oh, it, <laughs> oh I um, see. But anyway, anyway, that, so that, that, that doesn't really matter. He <laughs> came in and, and he, he basically proceeded to give me quite a critical rundown of my program. He said, oh, I enjoyed the second half. You know, and then he told me about the problem in the first half. He And some of it was just like, I didn't even know what he was on about. And actually... I thought, I'm not going to put up with this. I just said, I'm really sorry, but it's not the time. And, uh, you Good. Know, Good. I well done, and yeah. I sort of thought, that's just, well, just not rude. what you need it's to rude. know. Yeah. Is it, is it thanks not, for saying that. I, I think, think that's really important. Yeah. criticism from an audience member who hasn't even like, asked you know yeah. may yeah, I, share I share my views yeah. with you no yeah. you and can't that, yeah. and, and, and also I, the I, concert is over
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I was re- I, I found it know? really
1: <laughs> difficult to say that you know because you're automatically is <laughs> to just kind of smile and say oh mm. thanks but, but I, I
2: think, actually, think it's I great, like, great you do that's not okay yeah. no, no, I'm and okay. It, it's helpful for other musicians we, yeah. we, we like when you do those sorts of things you're actually standing up for other people because there might be someone who got the same sort of that same man doing that and they might have really in tears up, or back. be terrified mm. for the next performance yeah, or something, exactly. so you've got to stand up for each other. So who yeah. do you both
0: go to for feedback then? Or do you have to be self-reliant?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, at the moment I go to myself, really. I mean, mm. my mum's always got an opinion, but <laughs> 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 um, but, but is it a it's a helpful opinion. Uh, well, she's yeah, yeah okay. she's very fine. wise woman. Fine. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's okay. That's <laughs> fine. She listens to this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's it's yourself. It's yourself that it's important. Like you because yeah, you're. It's good to hear what audiences have to say. And, and and just on that note, I think it is really nice if we can go backstage and say, congratulate each other, because mm. it's surprising how little people do that, yeah. I think. Especially, like, the bigger the stars, maybe, you know, they'll help you And to see also, have them. Um, <clears throat>
0: also, depending on how difficult it is to access backstage. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's because true. Because backstage is... I, I don't know where I read this, but backstage is perceived by newcomers to the concert hall as sort of hallowed aisles. Mm. oh yeah Th- that's a shame when people are really just scared to come back they're on another level so we can't possibly yeah. go backstage yeah. and actually well some halls make it difficult yeah
2: it's nice you've got to have that human interaction yeah.
1: and the audience is so i mean we'd be nothing without the audience <laughs> yeah. exactly. and it, it's very much uh audiences i think often don't realize how much impact they have on a concert um, and how much they're part of the whole experience, and how much mm. difference they make oh to us absolutely. if they're really focused and really with us. And you can really feel an energy in the hall. Yeah, often. Definitely. and it's lovely to then have that actual personal, you know, one-to-one yeah. one mm. contact afterwards.
0: Yeah. Um, what so have you okay. both got coming up that you would like to tell us about?
2: Should um, I go first? I patches. I mean,
0: my next
1: London concert is is next weekend, on or oh, hang on, weekend after next, on the ninth at King's Place. I'm playing. Uh, Mozart Concerto with the Aurora Orchestra oh. and uh, concerto they're doing all the Mozart concertos actually so I'm playing the 8th concerto which I've never played um, and this incredibly beautiful concertaria with uh, piano obligato um, with, uh, with Sophie Bevan singing so I'm, mm. I'm very excited about that and are they doing that um, from
0: memory? I mean, I assume that oh, then, the Royal do, do everything from memory. Do, yeah. but they, maybe they, they don't. No, they don't do everything
1: oh, from memory. They, right. they play a, a number of
0: losers, um, major, <laughs> <laughs> major, major symphonies from, from memory. So, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think they play every piece and every concert. Well, that's a shame. They yeah. are terribly exciting. They're yes. I mean, wonderful. Yeah.
2: Yeah, really great. Yeah. I love yeah, I love all their different projects, what yeah. they're doing. Mm. Actually I noticed something that I'm doing and gonna be developing a little bit more. So I'm um I'm a, I've got a role at King's College London, a sort of a, a their Institute of Psychiatry, Psychology and Neuroscience. Uh, it's O&G. a snappy title. Pardon? It's a snappy di- title. Snappy <laughs> title, yeah, it just rolled off the <laughs> tongue um, And uh, it's, it's sort of something which came about by chance, but um, I'm, yeah, learning loads being amongst scientists. So it's something that I know Aurora do some sort of relaxed concerts, but the last thing mm. which um, I did as part of that was a Lying Down concert. Mm. Um and uh, we we did a, a King's um, Chapel, a really beautiful. Do you know the chapel at King's, College on the, on the I Strand th- Campus? I don't think I've ever oh, it's amazing chapel, place. Yeah. It's yeah. Sort of really surprising w- w- the way you're sort of in the in King's campus, and mm. a beautiful chapel. Mm. Anyway, so um, the idea of this concert was to measure uh, hallucinogenic states and. Um, Provoke them because some studies have shown that for some individuals, uh, you can who take hallucinogens, it can promote uh, positive health benefits. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the negative benefit, negative um, side effects. <laughs> 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 some people the word benefits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, everything's a benefit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, not all, but uh, the, yeah, the, the negative side effects outweigh the benefits. Um, anyway, so it, it was really interesting. I love performing in that. It was really sort of special atmosphere. Mm. So everyone's lying down around, and um, and then yeah, there's some uh, these sort of uh, projections on the ceiling. And then the sort of images kind of suck you in, and they sort of like mm. keep going, and going, and going. Um, and so the president of the psychedelic society was there. Hey, wow. Yeah, what a wow. good title. <laughs> he's a young guy, actually. And I thought he would be sort of someone you know left over from the sixties or 70s. <laughs> left over, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a dessert. He's, a <laughs> but he's sort of a young, young, bright person. So um, yeah. Anyway, he said that it sort of was a bit like a trip. So I take his word for it. Um, yeah, and right. yes yeah, so it is interesting I mean the next project's going to be a little bit different but we will be developing that um, it's just very interesting mm. to work with scientists have you ever done anything with scientists no I don't think I
1: have no, it's I uh, yeah no. I
2: because you know the welcome trust do this whole um Ooh. you know science and arts yeah. thing and I yeah I've been along to a sort of Discussion day there as well as they had oh this hub yeah, no, upstairs. Do amazing yeah, actually, really I, yeah. amazing. Mm.
1: Um, they supported it. I also composed and I, yeah. I wrote a, a musical with my brother, which had a sort of medical theme recently. So oh. So actually they, they supported that. And so yeah. I know Toby, my brother, went along to a lot of sort of Welcome Trust things, and it's ah. absolutely amazing. So
2: what's episode. his? He's a
1: puppeteer it? and theatre maker, basically. Oh, amazing! And so, we, so we wrote a show together, but but yeah, the Welcome Trust were, were kind of invaluable in terms. Of well I like the way oh, that fantastic. you just. Uh, do you notice the way he just said that we just wrote a show together? Yeah, right. just <laughs> that's, that's just what we do. Just happen. Yeah, well, we've been writing that. songs together since we were about kind of you know since we were kids. Really, that's
2: yeah. wonderful. Where does he do? Where He's would based in see Bristol, but right. he,
1: uh, he and his wife have a have a a theatre company that does quite unusual and experimental mm-hmm. things often involving pu- puppetry and physical theatre and, and all
0: sorts I'm reminded yeah. there's something on your biography which I find absolutely fascinating which mm-hmm. is you are especially interested in animals with unusual noses. Yep. Yeah. Um I don't know if it was... I'm struggling with that.
2: No. In I, I don't really understand enough, what you mean. Is that in your biography or on your Twitter handle? No, that's your totally bio-formal Really? Bio-formal oh, yeah, okay, yeah. so this is Which means
0: that thing. it could potentially well, be printed in the programme. Well, it often it? is. <laughs> I
1: mean, because <laughs> biographies are so boring, aren't they? Emma? Right. Um, so I, uh, yeah. um, but anyway... Um, I don't yes, know have any no, animals
0: I with unusual noses. Do you not? No, you see,
1: I didn't ever set out to collect animals with unusual noses, but at a certain point I realised that the animals I really loved did have unusual noses I I don't know if it's because as a child my nose grew before the rest of my face so I I was always very aware of of my nose and maybe I felt drawn because of that but I, I love things like dugongs and tapirs and aardvarks and um, I, b- I was never.
0: I mean, they're, they're long, sort of snouted. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's a great. We're not
1: doing We are doing like a very strange job. <laughs> 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 not going to on the podcast girls, no. um, You collect no, them I didn't
2: did collect You collect them physically. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I I just imagine I you're, you've got no, pianos, you've got art bars. These are like long,
1: kind of, you know, obsessions from childhood days, really. And I just. Yeah, I suppose. I, I was never so interested in you know, dogs and horses and all these animals that other people liked. I, I was always drawn to the slightly to less photogenic. You just had to be different. Well, it, I, well maybe, yeah. but it, it wasn't even a conscious decision to be different. But maybe it was a kind of sympathy for the outsider. and for I, I, you know, I, I felt a bit of an outsider as a child. and Maybe Did I enjoyed the, the less obviously photogenic and much-loved animals. Do you, I you like felt parties? They, my, do, do I like parties? Yeah, yeah very much
2: you okay. can invite us to a party?
0: No, I'm because I don't like parties. <laughs> oh, right. really? I just wondered whether there was a... Oh, I mean, I'm not like a <laughs> massive party. <laughs> know, but no, but yeah. I just thought I don't like gatherings of big of big gatherings of people. I hate I press see. events. Because yeah. right. I always stand on the edge and just go, right. oh, God. Yeah. You know, right. Really yeah. uncomfortable. I'll just have a book, please. Yeah. And I just wondered whether that was where that came from. Oh. I'm basically analysing you. <laughs>
1: no, I was. I was very shy as a kid, but I, I kind of grew out of that. And right.
0: No, I, I'm... I think I'm (coughs) relatively sociable these days. Okay. um. Well, you seem to come across in (laughs) a (laughs) very open and affable way. So well done. you. Uh, So I need two more things from you, and Mm. then um, uh, and then we can we can go. Uh, I need a cultural recommendation from both of you. And uh, can I just say that there is a rule that I'm putting in place now, which okay. is you can't say Mitsuko. I thought I, but <laughs> I've already done my yeah, culture yeah, reference. <laughs> <work> no, no. <laughs> no, I think I thought you'd already sort of. Okay, fine. Are uh, you saying that you don't you don't have anything else? Uh,
2: I th- don't think there's any other culture going on. <laughs> <in China>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, so to go to. Yes recommend you go to or a
0: work or something that you have I, I can do this and you can think while i'm talking Okay, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. um i would highly recommend going to see follies at the national theater oh. which is on until the beginning of january
0: have you seen any of the rehearsals then I,
1: i've seen i've seen the the show i mean it's been on for a couple of months already oh and you. it's i mean i'm a huge sondheim fan anyway I as always have am been. i um, but this hmm. is really i mean i've seen most of his shows now in uh, multiple productions but actually i hadn't ever seen follies live and i it's one of the best things I've ever seen at the theatre oh so it's Wow, it's really we have really, tickets. really really wonderful we
0: have tickets for the oh, 19th of December and oh, I'm brilliant. beyond excited yeah no I would say it, I mean it's
1: sold out but d- you can get returns sometimes and I would advise everyone to catch it when it's still
0: I, um, on. what yes. is your favourite sh- Sondheim show
1: sh- is it Follows no I don't think I think I mean maybe Sweeney Todd is the sort of greatest of okay. I mean I, I sort of also love things that sit on that cusp of opera and musical yes. you know that's kind of where my yeah, Sondheim and Bernstein and, you know, that sort
0: of... And do you have a favourite production of Sweeney? Mm, not the film, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Did you uh, see the Michael Ball production? No, I didn't. With no, Imelda I didn't. Sta- uh, Staunton. I think it was no, Imelda brilliant. Staunton. Yeah. Um, well, she's in Follies, of course, and there's amazing... Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, Michael Ball was, was stunning, and mm. I wasn't expecting it to be stunning. Right, yeah. <sighs> there we are. We've given you time.
2: Yeah, well, I I (laughs) can't leave anything. I'm always (coughs) going to loads of things. Um, I went to a good thing the other week, Schubert Study Day. (laughs) That was linked to the Jeter concert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's fine. No, um, we're
0: we're building up a a great mental picture of you. Bit of a fan Yeah,
2: you should see my my wall at home. (laughs) It's just covered with posters. (laughs) I'm kidding, it's not really. Um, But those study days are really good at the... um, at the south bank i, I enjoy those um and uh, what do
0: you do on a study day? it's not coming <laughs> along with your notebook and sort of sharpening a pencil and starting writing. Yeah,
2: it's just sort of a range of talks it was it was, it was interesting there's brianie cox williams who's a professor at the academy um, and she gave really interesting talks on um women in the salon the connections you know the sort of schubert type salons and um how women salons were sort of a way to escape the rules that women were not allowed to congregate in groups of more than four in public for fear of, well, because men were in fear of what they might achieve. Um, And women weren't allowed to go along to lectures given by men. And so it's extraordinary it's actually, so how recent ridiculous. that was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, okay. sort of nineteenth century and the their way around this was that people like Fanny Menderson, Clara Schumann, and other um hosts of salons would by chance sort of have these uh chats in their home with you know around the piano it might be like a rehearsal but then they'd start talking about science or they'd have a you know well-known writers come or politicians and then they could learn you know
0: which is kind of i mean that's sort of similar to what's going on with piano music now i mean like lucy parham's series at st john's i mean although she's sort of building stories around composers Mm, there seems to be more of a move towards curating works for concerts and then you know splicing yeah well she's sort of almost specialised
2: in that uh, I'd say from what I can see she does a lot of that and it's yeah it's it's, it's a fascinating way to to bring lots of things together Mm. I think a lot of musicians are keen to share those things which excite them and and I think people are much
1: more open minded about programming and what a concert is these days which is a very good thing Mm. and I I think we're both kind of very well I know you put together some amazing programmes and I, I think you know I'm very yeah, I, I enjoy programming a lot and, mm. and, and try to think of things which aren't just your sort of conventional piano mm. recital. Yeah. I, I think it's a really creative time, actually,
2: it in is, terms of it? the idea
1: of you know, curating and, and, and sort of bringing things together and mm. unusual juxtapositions and, and, and things that can shed light on other things in ways that aren't necessarily expected. Mm. So, yeah. so I think, yeah, it, it's, it feels like a really exciting time from my mm.
2: point of view. Yeah, yes, so absolutely.
0: Um, thank you very much. Thank I you. think our time here is... We are bang on 45 minutes. Oh, thank this is you. The time. You've been listening to a Thoroughly Good podcast with me, John Jacob, Christina McMaster and Tom Poster. You can get the latest edition of this podcast by subscribing via iTunes, Audioboom or visiting Thoroughly Good blog at www.thoroughlygood.me. Tweet at thoroughlygood and tell us what you think, or if you prefer, send an email thoroughlygood at gmail.com.